On Shabbos, we read Parsha Zohar, and we fulfill the mitzvah to blot out the name of Amalek from our memory. In fact, the Kriya of Mechisa Amalek is the only time of the year when we are biblically mandated to hear its reading. And the question is, why is the obliteration and destruction of the name of Amalek so central and significant to us that even women are obligated to fulfill this mitzvah? Furthermore, by constantly bringing up his name and talking about him and remembering him, isn't that antithetical to our mandate to forget him? We can easily make the argument that if we wouldn't have this command of Zechoyer al-Tishkach, remember to forget him, we would have long ago forgotten him. This exercise seems counterintuitive. So in examining the words of Parsha Zachar, the Torah tells us, Zechoyer amalek. Remember what Amalek did to you on the way out of Mitzrayim. It describes the vicious ambush which the nation of Amalek perpetrated against our weary ancestors on their way out of Mitzrayim. The term used by the Torah to describe this ruthless aggression is Asher Karcha Baderach. Rasha explains that the word Karcha is from the word Kar. He cooled you off. Chazal explained, Amalek is compared to the fellow who dives into the boiling hot bath which all others are afraid to enter. Although he emerges badly scalded, he succeeds in cooling off the water for those who may follow. All nations who heard about the miracles which rescued Kalisra from the Egyptians shuddered at the thought of any military action against them. Amalek, by having the brazenness and the audacity to wage war with the Jewish people, was successful in making Klal Yisrael feel less invincible to the rest of the world. So how was Amalek successful to do what others weren't able to do? Says Rashi, there's a second interpretation of the word karcha. Karcha, Loshan Mikra. He chanced upon you. Amalek's approach and ideology of world events is karcha. It's all happenstance, coincidence, random. It's not divinely orchestrated. When someone experiences something extraordinary, he can either perceive it as an expression of divine force who is control of all worldly affairs, or as the random manifestation of coincidence. And that's what Amalek tried to inculcate into Klai Yisrael. Rabbi Salvechik explains that Amalek is an attitude. Amalek is a perspective. It's the challenge and the struggle that exists within our psyche. Amalek is the numerical value of Suffolk, doubt. It's the suspicion and skepticism that sometimes creeps into our minds, that gives us doubt and uncertainty. And we then ask the question, is this all divinely orchestrated, or is it just arbitrary and random? That's the Amalek that exists within us all. This would be equivalent to traveling on the road and you're following your GPS or ways. It then instructs you to leave the main highway for obscure side roads, roads that you're not familiar with. And you think to yourself, the GPS doesn't know what it's doing. I know better. I'll stay right here. Then a few minutes later, you're stuck in traffic. And you say to yourself, I always regret it when I don't follow the GPS. Hashem operates His own GPS. Sometimes He takes us off the main road, the road that we are used to traveling, and leads us onto rocky roads, roads full of obstacles and puddles. And we wonder, why is He leading us down this road? Later on, we realized that the highway, the road well-traveled, had accidents, had construction. And he led us down this road so that we can reach our destination. And if we make a wrong turn, he calmly reroutes us back onto the right road. It's specifically this difficult road where we are able to accomplish our unique mission in life. 
Asher Karcha Baderech. Amalek tried to create doubt in our belief in the authenticity of our divine GPS. As soon as doubt creeps into our minds, Amalek senses vulnerability and he tries to mislead us. And that's what we read on Shabbat Zachar. Zachar Amalek. Within every person resides a piece of Amalek, a certain ambivalence. And that's what we have to remember to perch from our midst. It's not the physical Amalek that we're concerned about. It's the theoretical Amalek, that attitude that he imbued within us all, that we're trying to abolish and eradicate from within us. Therefore, even though Amalek as a nation is no longer existent, nevertheless, their ideology of denying Hashem's divine providence still plagues us. And this is the lesson of Purim, the Yontif in which all the miracles were masked by nature. Through reading the Megillah, which doesn't mention Hashem's name openly, we are meant to put the unlikely coincidences together and reveal Hashem even in the seemingly natural events. And this is the way to eradicate the memory of Amalek today. And now we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.